I'm Justin. And I'm Clarissa. Together, we're raising three boys. Jet, who's four. Jace, our three-year-old. And Baby Jones. This podcast is all about sharing our stories of a fun, messy, and chaotic day-to-day life. Days can be rough, and finding breaks is hard. But there's no question the time of the day when we can get every kid to sit down. Snack time. Wake up over there. (laughs) A little bit tired? A little bit. It's been a long weekend. It's been a long summer. (laughs) Or fast summer, but a busy summer. We have a lot to catch everybody up on. Yeah, it's been go, 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 go. Last time uh, we recorded a podcast, we were coming off of vacation yeah, and a power outage from storms. And now uh, you and the boys went on another little vacation. Yeah, last time we recorded, we talked about we were about to go do that. Um, Jet and Jason, I were about to go to uh, Nashville. Yeah, with some friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you've done that. Uh, we've uh this past weekend we had reeves family fun weekend (laughs) that would be my side of the family so my parents every year this is the fourth year actually i was calculating it up that they've done this calculating it with all your fingers uh, using your fingers and yeah, some I was going to say and toes, but that didn't make any some sense. Serious <laughs> calculating there. <laughs> yeah. But, um, the fourth year they've declared it Reeves family fun day. And we just, we all gather at mom and dad's house and the farm and, uh, every year is different. So this year was a lot of fun with, um, my dad put together like a scavenger hunt for all the married couples. That was kind of fun. <laughs> Which is all of us now. Yeah. So, yep, all four of us, all of the grown up kids, kids are married. Yep, and some frisbee golf. Yeah, we had a big bonfire. The boys had some water fun, um, just tractor rides and just the whole shebang. Yeah, and then we followed it up with the Reds game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then today we finished the evening with a fun night at my parents yeah. to celebrate the 4th of July. Yeah, so. Busy, busy, busy. I, I'm kind of declaring this summer just like busy. We really don't have downtime. But no. Yeah. Let's just dare declare the summer busy. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of resting happening, but we are making a lot of memories. Yep. So Clarissa said that we needed to do, uh, do some catch up. <laughs> so there was the Heinz for you. <laughs> That's so lame. No one wants hunts. Dad jokes. Yeah. I've got them for days. Oh, man. But no, it was good. And, you know, one of the things that actually I think you came up with like an idea or theme or something that, you know, we should talk about tonight. And some of that I'm sure was influenced by your trip to Nashville. Yeah. Were you waiting for me to like jump in there? No, I got like this weird thing on the computer that caught my attention. Mm. Boy, gotcha. they grab you. Mm. So, yeah. So tonight's conversation really stemmed from an experience that I had while I took the boys out um, on our little trip. And overall, that was a great trip. I got to see one of my old, um, she's not old, my prior school that yeah. i used to teach at careful with those words <laughs> oh, <she's> there <laughs> <not old. laughs> but one of my um friends i used to teach with she lives 
closer to the Nashville area. So myself and another prior coworker and her uh, like preteen kids went down to Nashville to visit her. Another so old coworker. She's not old. <laughs> <laughs> she's older than me because she has preteens. But um, yeah, the boys did really, really well. We rented a house that had a pool. And so every single day we would, we would just spend at least two hours in the pool. Boys loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, loved it. Absolutely loved it. And so from that experience, I'll just say it. Um, I kind of thought about um, something I want to talk about. So, And that, like, <laughs> the whole point is for you to explain that. Like <laughs> that whole thing, like I kept waiting for like the punch. Okay. So while we were swimming the very last day there, um, my friend asked me, she's like, have you ever taken their floaties off? They're wearing like life jacket sort of things. Um, and I said, like, no, no, they always wear their floaties. Um, unless they're like in a really small kiddie pool or something. Um, and in my head, I was just, no, I'm not going to do that. That's too dangerous. More work for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can't swim very well, so. Uh... No, I can't. I did have swim lessons when I was eight. (laughs) That's a story in and of itself. Yeah. Anyways, um, but her two kids, one um, is going into eighth grade, one's going into sixth grade. Um, Her two kids were there, and they had kind of built this relationship with the boys by the end of the week, and we're playing with them and talking to them. And her eighth grader, the the boy, his name's Tyson. He, you know, was working with the boys a lot and asked me, you know, can I can I take off Jet's floaty? And I said, um, okay. But I obviously gave them parameters. They were to stay in the shallow, the really shallow end, and all the things. And I was right there too. And so, um, because. You would have been so much help. Oh, I already told Tyson if Jet like, started to like drown, he was having to get him. <laughs> I was like, dude, I cannot. Tyson is a strong swimmer. Yeah, everyone, very so. strong, very strong. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I said, sure, like I'm here. We'll watch it. We'll just kind of see how it goes. I did not anticipate that lasting very long. Um, but come to find out with like very, very little instruction not for myself, from Tyson, um, Jed actually started swimming. And he's been in pools and everything, but he's always had his life jacket on. Mm-hmm. And we just started swim lessons. He hasn't learned anything from current swim lessons at that particular trip that he was doing. And so Tyson started with um, just telling the boys, Jet and actually Jace, we, he wanted his floaty off too, of course. <laughs> and... Uh, he said, just try to touch the bottom. You know, it's just like three feet or whatever. I mean, Jet could stand. They could both stand um, without the floaty. And he said, just try to touch the bottom. And so Jet just started by trying to touch the bottom, yada, yada. And eventually, like within 15 minutes of doing that, to he would try to like lay on the floor like Tyson showed him. He couldn't do that so well. But he was swimming underwater, full out swimming. And he would swim from one end to the pool to the to the other end, you know, of the shallow, like widthwise of the shallow end. Of course, we're watching him and whatnot. And Jace wasn't quite to this level, but he was being really, really brave. Like Jace is the one who doesn't even like water on his head, and he was putting his whole self in. Yeah. Um, 
And so what I kind of had this like realization while I was in the middle of that, like if it wasn't for somebody actually asking me, maybe even like a little nudge, I would never have taken their floaties off. Like I would have just assumed they weren't ready for that yet. Yeah. I feel like we probably do that a lot. Probably with a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Well, I got to thinking and I was like, okay, how often am I not giving them space to learn and grow, not giving them space to develop their own personality or develop their own kind of limitations on certain things? And I'm just kind of holding them back. Um, How often am I doing that with my kids? But how often do I actually do that to myself too? Yeah. Yeah, it makes me, well, for sure with yourself, for sure. We put limitations on ourselves like crazy. Mm -hmm. But we do the same thing with our kids. And to think of an example right now, but I know, you know, we you limit your kids. Say, like, you can't, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you, how do you really know unless they try? Right. If they try and fail, mm-hmm. then okay, that's one thing. But if they don't get the chance to try, then how, how do they really know right. what they're capable of? Right. So I guess, um, one of my questions to you then, Justin, and, and something to think about would just be like, how far do you push them then? If you give them the space, like I took their floaty off, right? But I wasn't like, you have to swim. I, I really kind of like, just kind of left it in the air. But how far do you push them to try something new? How far do you push them to go to the next level of whatever they're in? Um, how do you handle that? Well, I think it's a relative thing. So you know, you're not going to have them do something that will put them in serious danger. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, do something that's a little bit uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So the first thing you do, you did, they were able to touch. Right. And, you know, so like if worse came to worse, you know, you say stand up. Right. And they'll be be okay. Right. Um, So like, that's okay. Like that, that's a good, perfect scenario to do it in. Cause you know, they're going to be safe. You know, nothing's going to be bad. You've got mm-hmm. people there. You're there. Like it's, it's okay. It's a good environment to try something like that in. Um, but you know, other things, riding a bicycle, oh, yeah. um, you know, that's kind of our next adventure with jet is he's wanting to ride the two wheel bike. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, practicing that and you know i don't i have no problem letting him fail like i have no problem but like i'm not going to have him do it on the road right like in front of our home yeah chip and sealed road where he's going to get cut up like we'll do it in the grass like until Mm -hmm. he he gets it figured out he's going to crash he knows he's going to crash right and that's okay um but do you see like Jace responding the same way though? Because I feel like every kid is so different and Jace is one just for those parents out there that are thinking like, no, my kid's going to sit there and say, I'm not doing that till the end of time. Jace is one. Like, I think you have to force him a little bit. You, he needs more prodding. Um, yeah. because once he does it, he realizes like he internalizes it. He figures out, Oh, I am doing this. Oh, mm-hmm. I can do this. And then that confidence just skyrockets. Mm-hmm. He's very timid. But once he realizes he can do it. So putting him in those situations 
maybe even bigger than for Jet because Jet has a lot of confidence and a lot of willingness to want to try where Jace does not. Right. I'm so like, uh, I don't know, example of, okay, riding the horse. Yeah, so, I was actually, I was, that was the next thing I was going to talk about, actually. So when the boys were riding a horse at the Utica Ice Cream Festival and Jet was for sure going to do it, like he's all about it. They were giving horse rides. Yeah, and yeah. Jace is like, yeah, I'm, I'll do it too. So we're just like, all right, yeah, Jace, you're going to do it. We didn't even say like, are you sure? Yeah. That horse looks kind of big. We like, put no doubt in his mind. Are you sure you want to? <laughs> we didn't. No, we were just like, okay, you're doing it. All right. And, you know, when he got off, you know, he he made the <laughs> comment to you. Right away. He walked right up to me. Mom, I was just a little bit scared. Right. And... You know, learning like that's okay to be a little bit scared, but you mm-hmm. did it, didn't you? And you know, mm-hmm. big smile on his face. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like putting putting your kids in uncomfortable situations safely, obviously, but things that are going to stretch them. Um, like I said, I'm not perfect at this. I would have never taken the floaty off of them in the pool had I not actually been asked or nudged or what even pushed a little bit. Like, just do it. Like, just see what happens. Um, but I do think we do that. We do that fairly well when it comes to new experiences. Um, I know in the past too, sometimes we get frustrated because it seems like one of them or, or some two of them, whatever, sometimes doesn't want to do a new experience. We're like, come on. Yeah. But I think in that scenario, we did a pretty good job. Yeah. And you know, it's the same rings true for you and me Mm -hmm. and the limitations we put on ourselves. And, you think about some of the things that we've done where we've probably had a nudging from someone, mm-hmm. whether it be you or I or from someone else. But I mean, our small group, think about that and look at how relative term wildly successful that has been. Like think about the group of people that we've become close friends with and live life with. What do you mean a nudging with our small group? Explain so, that a little more. What do you mean you know, that? just uh, you probably and I encouraging one another to go ahead and do this. Uh, to start it. To start it and yeah. to, to get going and, and do something. Um, doing a podcast. Um, me, you know, telling you ideas of a podcast I wanted to do a few years ago and you giving me the nudge, like, just do it. Why don't you do it? And I did. And so that led to us eventually getting to this point where we're doing this right now. Yeah. And so you just never know what you're capable of doing um, unless you go ahead and take a risk. If you, if there's something that you want to do, then, then do it. You know, the, the kids want to swim right without their floaties. Like right. let them do it. Right. Um, I think a big piece of that too, like when I think about the kids and and even us is like letting ourselves have time to process and then make an informed decision. And and hear me out when I say this. The other day we were at the zoo because we go to the zoo often, and I had promised the kids for literally like a year because last year I was. No, for two years now, I think I've promised the kids. One year. Yeah, to ride the camel. To ride the camel, right? Like, 
I can't put everything together, but you last year, anyways, I was like, TT was pregnant. Oh, their aunt was pregnant. Was, and then I was like, I had just had a newborn. I was not getting up on a camel after just having given birth. And I had to ride with them. So, anyways, this was finally the day, the summer of the day that they were going to ride this camel. And Jet was, of course, all about it. He was gung ho. He was doing it. And Jay's for a while, like he, he was. And then we got up to pay. We were standing in line to pay for these tickets to ride the camel. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do it, mom. And I did ask him because this, but we've been talking about this forever. I was like, are you sure, Jace? Like we've, we're not going to do this again. Like this is it. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to, just going to watch. I said, okay, that's fine. So we get up to the counter and, and I left it alone and we were standing, we stood in line for probably a good five minutes. Then I get up to the counter and I said, just checking one more time before I buy the tickets. And I said, Jet, you want to do the, the camel? Yes. Jace, do you want to do the camel? Yes or no? This is the last time. And he said, yeah, I'm going to do it. He said, I'm going to do it with you, mom. And I think that was really what he needed. I didn't try and bribe him or convince him. And I'm guilty of doing that on a lot of other things. Well, he needs that a lot of times too. Mm-hmm. The prodding and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he, need, he needs that a lot of time. He needs a little push mm-hmm. sometimes. But I, I think it's important to take a moment to kind of read the scenario and read the situation. And also, he could have very well said, no, I'm not going to do it. And that would have been a learning moment for him. Yeah. Okay, I missed out. Sorry. And it could have made my whole day really bad if he was upset. But I was not going to go back and get another ticket because yeah. I asked him three times. Um, but he said... Yeah, I'm going to do it, mom. I'm going to do it with you. He was very adamant he was doing it with me. And that was that was fine. Like, fine. You're going to do it. Great. You're doing it, but you're not doing it by yourself. Whatever. You're you're at least doing the the thing yeah. with me. You're going out of your comfort zone. Um and I was just really proud of him. I saw I saw him thinking about it and throughout the process of being in the line. And I think that's relevant to you and me as well. Um, you were talking about connecting that to us as adults and what do we need to, you know, in quotes, take the floaty off of in our own situations and whatnot. It's okay to to process, to think about, you know, an action before we do that. We don't have to like literally just run and jump off a cliff. Yeah. But can you think of anything in your own life right now or in the past where you've had to take the floaty off? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, first first off, though, I want to say, like, for Jace to do what he did and make that decision on his own when he's usually the one who needs poked and prodded a little bit and encouraged, like, that makes me so proud of him that he did that. Like, that is a huge thought process, ma- making his own decision, following through, doing that, like, I don't know if I could be more proud of him for making a decision than that one, because I know how he works, how his brain works and how difficult that was for him uh, to make that decision. So I'm like super proud of him. Number one. Yeah. Um, But so like, and number two, like, I think that we need to do a better job and like, we want to raise strong, independent, confident, um, kids, leaders, yeah. leaders someday. Uh, 
Mm -hmm. um so kids that don't need us i mean i hate to say it that way but it's true like that's what our intent is right kids that after we're done parenting them they don't need us they just want to be around yeah when it's time for them to leave like they're ready to leave um so so like doing this is a huge part of their growth um and what we want to do and see as we continue to raise them so for me personally though one of the best example one of the best things we can do as parents is lead by example mm-hmm. in this same way of taking the floaty off <laughs> taking that pool noodle and right. and throwing it aside right um so for me I would say like big things now would be like it's more it's dream things. Well, also, I can think of an instance that just happened the other day. Let's hear it for you. Let's hear it. You had have a lot of convincing though at first Friday. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Why don't you a, talk a little bit about that? No, that's a great example actually. Of so I'm usually one like <laughs> I I do not want to be in the spotlight. Um, I'm behind the scenes, low key, but at first Friday, uh, downtown festival, first Friday of the month and in, in the town close to where we live, they had a, the, one of the local gyms had like a keg press. How many times could you press a keg? And you know, you were encouraging me to do it. You're like, just do it. Just do well, it. Just do we it. We were walking around with another couple and they also were like, Justin, you should do that. You would beat that record. Yeah. So, (laughs) and what really, so I I was adamant, like, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not doing this. But, uh, you know, eventually I, I thought, I thought this. I thought my sons need to see me doing, doing things, one that is, more masculine because masculinity is just getting trampled on by everyone. And we need good, strong men <laughs> Yes, in our communities. And we need to make masculinity a positive thing and not a negative thing. Okay. I have a whole soapbox. Apparently. On that. We'll talk about that someday. So, um, and two, like they need to see dad gets out of his comfort zone. They know that this isn't something dad would usually do. This no, is, they were actually t- cheering you on. They're like, come on, dad, you do it, you do it. So so I went ahead and did it and did the keg press thing. <laughs> and he beat the record yeah. until one guy at the end, I say cheated and beat the record at the last minute. Whatever. I, but you were the true runner in my eyes. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. My, my pride is not hurt um, because... I did what I needed to do for my sons to see mm-hmm. and see that example of getting out of your comfort zone and mm-hmm. doing something. Mm-hmm. So, so that's like the, a perfect example well, of, of little things like that, of them seeing me do that, you know, doing podcast stuff, um, working out, mm-hmm. um, oh, geez, there's stuff with work that, it goes on behind the scenes, but it translates into the confidence that you have in your home and, and that you have that carries over into other aspects of your life. But so what, what about you? For me? Yeah. What's your example? (laughs) Well, 
I have a few, but my most recent one was I was actually at a like a team building conference uh, for one of the associations I'm part of for my job. And one of the activities was getting to go on the high ropes course. And when I really think about the years, it's been at least 10 years since I've done a high ropes course, which doesn't seem like it. It probably has been more. But I was all like, feeling like I was all big and bad, like, oh yeah, I can do this, no problem, whatever. And they had like a middle, lower level, and then the high, high level. And I was like, well, I'm starting out on the high, high level. And uh, like I said, I was feeling all big and bad. I'm not, I'm not scared of heights or whatnot, but once I got up there and it was like my turn to go and actually step off the ledge to the first obstacle, I, it was like the wind got sucked out of me for a bit there. I had to mentally tell myself like, no, like it's okay. Just what are you doing? Just go across. Like, why are you going to wimp out now? And I did, I did it, but it was a good 10 minutes of like a brain battle there for a second. Um, I know others that's, it's really challenging for others and then others it's not at all, but it did. It, it took me a moment to be like, to get over that hump in my brain, to be like, just do it. Um, That's the most recent one. And it was cool because I got to show my kids pictures and videos of that too. Yeah, which is a, another great example of them seeing you do things. Well, and they asked me, were you scared, mom? And I said, yeah, I was. Yeah. A little bit. And I admitted it. Like I wasn't just like, no, I wasn't. Like, yeah, I was. And I was able to turn that into like a quick 30 second learning conversation. <laughs> but it's okay to be a little bit scared. Mm-hmm. Actually, Jace was repeating this. I forget where we were. Oh, yeah? Yeah. From my conversation with him? Yeah. It was the other oh. day. I forget where we were. We were somewhere. Oh. And uh, Jace was saying, it's okay to do things if we're a little bit scared. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's okay to do things. Was it when we were doing sparklers? It, uh, no, it was okay. some, some, I, I don't remember when it was, but he and Jet were having a conversation <laughs> and Jace is like telling him like, it's okay to do things if you're just a little bit scared. He's like, but if you're a lot of bit scared, <laughs> Maybe you should. that's another story. <laughs> no, I think, I think it's good. That's what grows us as humans. You know, we think about ourselves as adults. Of course, I just gave like a physical example, but even in like just normal day to day, like work conversations, there's been specific moments that I can think back to um, in my current job that were even a year, two years ago where there were conversations that, I was nervous to have or didn't want to have with people, but I knew for my sake, my peace of mind, um, I needed to have these conversations and I needed to push forward through that fear. I mean, that was a fear. It really was. Like you get yeah. insecure, you have fears or doubts about how things will go or what will be said or what people will think of you. You know, as kids, it almost seems easier. Like ride the horse, take the floaty off in the pool, Ride the camel, do do the things that seem scary, right? But as you get to be an adult and a grown up, <laughs> you like do things that it, it's not always seen with the eye as to what affects you, what makes you insecure, lower your confidence, or seem scary. And and you know what the funny thing is is a lot of the things that we encourage the kids to do mm-hmm. are probably actually a lot scarier than the things we do. Like 
have a conversation. <laughs> like what? Really? We're intimidated by that? Right. You know what I mean? Like if or, you th- or, if you look at it that way, like it's kind of silly. And the only reason why is because of past experiences and the things that we build up and mm-hmm. the limitations we put on ourselves. Yeah. I think it's really good too. Like I'm not always one that like I might get a little nervous if I'm going to go talk to somebody new even like in regular social situations and not even at work. Right. Yeah. You're really good at that. No, I'm horrible. At <laughs> but people probably think I'm we're decent super at it, but we both, introvert. Well, yeah, I can be introverted too, but I have had specific instances where we're jet or someone has asked me, is that your friend mom? And I would say, well, I'm just, you know, I just met them. They're not my friend yet, but I'm getting to know them. Like they could be my friend. And it just goes down the line of like how to talk to kids, how to make friends. They're just, they're watching everything we do. Yeah. I think it's just important to remember that. Yeah, absolutely. I think the big thing, the takeaway, you know, here is just get out of your own comfort zone. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. What is the dream, craving, or desire that's been on the forefront of your mind this week? (laughs) That's a question that comes from the marriage journal that we do and is actually probably one of the better questions you can ask yourself, ask your spouse weekly that will lead you to some of those things that you need to do in stepping out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I mean... (sighs) It has led us to so many new things. Um, If we sat here and talked, we could make up a list. But one of the bigger items, which you already mentioned, was just creating this podcast. Yeah. I never thought that was even possible. I thought you needed super fancy equipment. Trust me, we have equipment, but not that. (laughs) Not the fancy kind. (laughs) But Not yet. I thought you needed like special this or that. And it's all it takes is just kind of dipping your toe in the water, take a one arm out of the floaty, learning a little bit about this, learn a little bit about that and having conversations, especially with your spouse. There's nothing more fun, I think, than to be able to dream about something and then start to watch it come to fruition with your spouse. Yeah, and you know, saying it, saying it out loud, telling someone about it and saying it out loud mm-hmm. is the first step to doing it. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes that's the encouragement that you need to, to take off the floaty is just talking about it and mm-hmm. or talking about it and then have someone give you the feedback that you need that gives you the confirmation mm-hmm. to do it. So that's the first thing is internally, you know, you as a parent setting the example and growing yourself. Right. Because if you're not growing yourself, then how are you going to help your children grow? Oh, agreed. You know, so, you know, the the self-improvement thing is a goal and something that we're striving to do every day or at least attempt. Yeah, we're not day. perfect at it by any means. Speak for yourself. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, but, yeah. So then the second part of that is passing that on to the kids and mm-hmm. think about, think about things like, This conversation right here has me thinking about the different things that I need to do better with and pushing my kids out of their comfort zone um, in a safe and not overly pushing, but just in a healthy way 
to help them realize and recognize their potential. Yeah. And show them that they do not have the limits that they think they have. Yeah, on certain things. Yeah, well, yeah. With everything, there's (laughs) give and take. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I like that a lot. It's... It's such a wild ride and we're not always going to get perfect. There's going to be some pushback sometimes. And sometimes our kids are going to say, I, I don't want to do that. Um, and or sometimes they'll do it and they'll fail. Yeah. And it's okay to let your kids fail. It's okay for someone to be better than them at something. Yeah. Uh, I listened to a podcast um, the other day and the example was, you know, you have a kid, a one-year-old learning to walk and they stand up they fall down you don't say oh that was crappy yeah. you, you encourage them so, yeah, you stood yeah. up. and so like they know oh I'm, I, that's probably not exactly what they're wanting but they liked it so i want to try it again <laughs> yeah. and then you know they maybe do a little better and then they fall yeah. and then they say, oh, I got better. That's closer to what they're wanting. And take a few steps. Yeah. So, even, so you know, this failing and encouragement through the failing is what helps them grow to, to mm-hmm. learn to do whatever it is that you're wanting them to do. Yeah, so like it's, o- it's okay to fail. It's yeah. okay. It's, it's actually used as a form of encouragement when used the right way. That's what r- you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. You just have to encourage through that. Mm. If they fail and then you let it sit, then they think a failure is a failure and they don't learn to grow through it. And then that's where insecurities get built up that we have now today as adults. Yep. Yep. Something to think about. So take the floaty off and also let your kids fail, but encourage through the failure. Yeah. Man, this is fun. You taught me something. You know. Lots of, <laughs> I would say loss of wisdom, but it's not. It's just the constant listening to other people, other ideas, and and trial and error, and see what works. And and fortunately, we have a lot of friends and and other people who've had kids in several different stages of life that we get get to learn from and see and and try out ourselves. So it's it's fun. Oh it's yeah, it's a learning thing. Yeah, we're gonna get to keep learn, learning. Learn every day. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have some more interviews here coming up within the next um, month or so. Yeah, we will. And it'll be fun. I'm excited for those. Yeah. But let's end it off with some wins and losses. Yeah, so we start with our loss first. I know my loss. We haven't talked about it yet, but it's coming. It's 60 minutes. Stop. <laughs> You're so annoyed. I'm I not, am. I'm not cutting this. I out. don't like the clicking. I'm not cutting this out. Okay. Okay. What is your win? I'm starting with my loss. Start with your loss. End on the high note. I didn't talk about this yet, but it's coming out right now. Okay. What's your loss? My loss was, um, the long story short is. Somebody got a hold of my banking information and my identity and all the things. And so that was super entirely stressful. Um, It was literally all we could think about 
the the stress the fears all of that for like a day or so so my my parenting was not very great during that easily agitated but also just uh that was a really really hard situation something you don't really think about having to deal with until you do so yeah yeah that was frustrating but it's okay we'll be all right um I would say my loss would definitely have to be being impatient with Jace. Oh, okay. Jace has been pushing my buttons more recently than <laughs> than normal. He's taken it and stepping his game up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the not listening or the doing what I want, some of the talking back has been very frustrating. And it it makes me lose my cool. It's amazing how frustrated I can get with a three-year-old. It sounds so <laughs> stupid. It's like, why is this three-year-old making me as frustrated as I am? And with that, you know, just comes the the negative thoughts, the... The probably being a little too hard on him at times. Um, you know, the biggest thing is at the end of the day, he needs to know, you know, I love you, buddy, and and all that. And that's been good. But I've mm-hmm. been I've been harder on him than normal, and he's been harder on me than normal. So it's, <laughs> it's just been a rough, I feel like last week mm. or several days, mm-hmm. it's been rough. Yeah. I can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, my win. So you mentioned we went to the Reds game, so the baseball Cincinnati Reds, um, just yesterday actually. But um, I'm calling that a win. Here's why. It was 90 degrees. I'm sure it felt hotter than that with the sun beating down on us. We had good seats, but it was hot. We had three kids, and I got to give a shout out to like anyone. I think it was mostly my mom and dad, but anyone who helped with Jones because towards the end of us being there, they definitely held him. And, and that was like, without that, we would have had to leave early. But also I got to give us some mega props because it wasn't even, it was maybe the fourth inning and you were like, we're leaving. We got to be done. Yeah. I we're lost, done. I lost my cool there. <laughs> and I, I was, was like, ready. I was like, Justin, we just, we got to figure it out. Like you just got to kind of push through a little bit. And, um, what it turned out was the frustrating one was Mr. Jace mm, and he just needed that. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> and maybe this is some practical advice for people who do have three-year-olds or whatnot, but like it's really hard for me to remember that Jace still has a little bit of baby in him. I just think of him as so old, well, but he, like he acts so old. I know like it's, it's really tough for us because he is so, uh, this sounds I don't know what the right word is, but he hangs out with a four-year-old brother all the time and they're like almost twins. So like you almost think of him as being a year older than he is. So he was kind of in this melting down just because he was so tired and skipped his nap and all the things. And so all he needed, you know, is I was like, do you want to sit on my lap? And he said, yeah. And he just sat there and laid. Oh, and it was scorching hot for me, but he just cuddled up there didn't even fully fall asleep, but that was what he needed. And so to me, like it's a win with the fact like, and Jet, 
he started to really get into the game instead of being like, I'm bored. Like he really was loving it and clapping. And um, I mean, I got to give myself credit. I think it's because I told him like, no, we're not going back to the playground. We're either leaving or we're staying here. Yeah. But I think just having those conversations or just if I can take a breath for a second and be like, okay, maybe they just need connection right now. They just, instead of me being like, no, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. Stop, sit down. What they're really striving for is that connection piece. Yeah. Um, I read it somewhere that said like, if a kid is like crying or saying, hey, watch me, watch me, watch me. Or if they're like really like touching you all the time, like pulling on you, whatever, um, or wanting you to lay with them or, or tell you a story, they're just striving for the, that connection. And all of those things, I'll be the first one to say, annoy everything, like annoy me to pieces. The grabbing at me, mom, 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 watch this, watch this. All of that annoys me, to be honest. But those little things, like those are the markers of them striving for that connection. And so my win is the fact that we made it I got to say nine, eight and a half innings, not a full nine. Yeah. Unfortunately, poor choice on our end. (laughs) But we did really well and they ended up doing well. Yeah. No, I 100% agree with you on that. That was, that was a win. It was a hard win. (laughs) It was a hard fought win, I guess is what we would call that one. But the last two and a half innings, they were good. Yeah. I would say. We actually sat there and watched a game. Yeah. What? It wasn't an easy win, but it was a hard fought win. I'll say that for sure. And I think I I know I said this in the last podcast, but when we were talking about vacations and trips or whatnot, like if there's any, I just got to say it again. If there's any bit of your brain that's like, Hey, maybe we should try that. Maybe we should go do that experience. But then like the other side of it is like, I don't know if my kids can handle it. I don't know. Just try it. Rip the bandaid off. Like I told Justin, like once we were there, I think I even looked at him, looked at you and said, well, like the bandaid has been ripped off. Like we are here. <laughs> like We are doing whatever we can to be here and enjoy this experience to some level. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was good. That's a good one. My win is at Reeves Family Fun Day. Okay. Uh, Your dad set up a Frisbee golf course around the house. Um, And we got these $1 Dollar Tree or whatever (laughs) Frisbees that were awful to throw. That was fun, though. But it was fun. That was part of the fun was throwing these horrible Frisbees. Mm -hmm. And uh, we started to do this, and it was the guys got to go do it, go through the course, nine-hole course, and then the girls would get to. And the guys, like the adult guys. Yeah. And so not the kids. They had tons of stuff out in the yard to play with, and they were playing with cousins and and all sorts of things. But Jet wanted to come with us. Yeah. And so at first I was just like, oh, great. Like another, like I'm going to have to just watch him like Hawk. He's going to want to get into things. He's going to. Yeah. Um, like he needs to just be over here and play. Like the kids area is over here. But then I just was like, you know what? All he wants to do is just be around us. Be right. around the guys, feel like a grown up, 
you know, enjoy his time. So I, I just let him stay with me and let him be the, my, my caddy, so to speak. And he (laughs) would get to pick up my Frisbee and hand it to me when I would throw it. And, uh, it was a really good time. Like he really had fun and he was really watching to see how other people threw it. And he would have reactions to how other people threw it and would ask questions of how's he going to make it there or, (laughs) or that was a good throw or that wasn't very good or whatever it was. (laughs) So like he really enjoyed it and I enjoyed him being there uh, for it. And I just kind of embraced the fact that he wanted to hang out with dad and with the guys Mm -hmm. and allowed it. And it was an awesome time. Like it was so much fun. Um, And I'm really glad that I didn't push because I could have easily been like, Hey, Clarissa, get jet, take him, let him know. Like he's got to go over there. And then you would have had a fight. Mm -hmm. You know, he would have had a tantrum, whatever. um, Cause he was hot middle of the day. Anyway, skip nap time. Right. So, but it was just, it was a, it was a win. Like I'm, I'm proud of myself. Yeah. For think so. recognizing that and doing that situation with him. And I'm proud of him because he was, he was awesome. Like mm-hmm. I, I should have given him more credit than, than I did going into it. So yeah. that was for sure a win for me. That's well, good. my win for the week. <laughs> Love it. Well, I think that's all we have for tonight. <laughs> We're both beat. Oh, we are so tired of coming off of that long weekend. And uh, I'm excited to get this out, though. I'm glad that we did this tonight while the memories are fresh. And hopefully it uh, resonates with somebody or you get a little hint or tip that you could carry forward for you. Yeah, I hope people uh, start doing things outside of their own comfort zone. Yeah, make sure you comment um, on our our post when we post this. Let us know if there's something that you just recently did this summer um, or something coming up um, where you were pretty intentional about going out of your own comfort zone, um, just yourself or even your own kids. Dude, for real, for real. Like I, I thrive off of hearing stuff like that. Yeah. Whether it's from the podcast or, or not, whether you were inspired by listening to this or you just have done it recently or (laughs) whatever it is on your own, like that stuff is fuel and it's not just fuel for me, but it's fuel for others around you. Share the stuff that you're doing. Let people know because it is inspiring. Yes. Well said. All right. Awesome. Give us a like, um, on our Facebook or Instagram page. Facebook is Snack Time with Justin and Clarissa and Instagram is Snack Time with J and Z. And leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Awesome. All right, everyone. You take care. Peace. Bye.